stage. What is going on? Good morning. Happy Thursday from the hellscape of New York City, where the air index is a balmy 187, which actually sounds bad because it is bad, but that's a hundred points less than it was yesterday. So uh, in the opposite, we're going to get a Bush reference first thing in the morning, except we are not going to be breathing in and breathing out. We will be staying on the indoors. Uh, who do we get in the streets this morning? Vicky, good morning. Jump shoot. He's up in here with hashtag McNuggets. That's not the giveaway, but we like it. Uh, Snoopaloop, it's happy uh, National Oopsie Daisy Day. I'm assuming you meant oopsie or is it upsie daisy? Uh, Cameron Quinlan in the house. We get stubs here. Baston overseas. Good to see you. Regulators here. Yeah, shout out Top Shot. Dropped another halftime pack. Uh, 500 packs available and they sold out. They had over 5,500 people in line. You love to see it. Bowdevine's here. Federico, we got him in there. Snoopaloop let us so Did they just announce that? Yeah, Pookie Marketplace, a fish open. We the people up in here. Everybody's here. Everybody is here. Uh, if you saw on Twitter, uh, we're you know we're gonna fire up a little giveaway today. I don't think we did one yesterday. Uh, like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Summer League. Uh, we are gonna give away some Summer League tickets this morning, okay? Uh, and for those of you that'd be like, yeah, but what about us not going to Summer League? Well, some things aren't for you, except I will spin it twice. So we'll give away one bottom shot moment or so rare CAD. Uh, but we're also gonna give away tickets to one day of Summer League. That day is gonna be Friday. Friday, July 7th, because that's the day we bought the tickets for. So like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Summer League. Speaking of Summer League, you can find in the chat the pinned comment. Uh, we're trying to see. We're trying to get a feel for who is coming to Vegas, baby. Uh, we got a lot of stuff planned. We're really excited about it. We want all of you there. Uh, we want to just have a big old party. You know what I'm saying? We want to have a big old party. So we'll do that right now, right? We're going to the Summer League Games on that Friday. We're going to the NBA convention on Saturday. We've got a live show on Friday afternoon at the Sand Dollar Lounge. There's some UFC going on. We're going to hit those tables. You know what I mean? We're going to hit those tables. And right now, let me just do a little refresh. Uh, I'm going to just read off some of the hotties that are going to be making their way to Las Vegas, Vegas. I'm seeing the common man, Pack Trip, Stubbs, Bowdevine, Garen. We got Boston Base, Patrick Coyne, TST, Skeets himself, Chewy, JJL Smith, Weisberg, and many more. So do me a favor, fill it out if you haven't filled it out. And if you're on the fence, just show up. We're looking for you, okay? We want you to be there. We want you to be there. But uh, for giveaway purposes, like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Summer League. Hashtag Summer League. All right. I think that's it for uh, that. Oh, we got to change the background. What's going on here? I think that's it for that type of business. Uh, okay, couple of things. Tonight, uh, new time, 9 o'clock, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The 89 Cavs are back, and we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about some of it. Uh, now, uh, but we'll have some Zion takes, we'll have some Chris Paul takes, we'll have some finals takes. Uh, more importantly, I think a big topic of conversation is going to be the biggest, uh, no, I'm sorry, the most boring superstar of all time. Because Steve, uh, Steve believes it's somebody who's playing right now. So I think that, in, uh, and they're talking about game, not personality, which I uh, messed that up when we were talking about it in tech. So tune into that. That's going to be tonight at nine. Tomorrow, uh, I got word. We're leaving early in the morning. So uh, no NBA bit tomorrow, but that's okay because there's no game tonight anyway. So no NBA bit tomorrow. I might have some produced content for you. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Keep your ears peeled or eyes peeled, ears open. I don't know. Uh, and then speaking of the Zion thing too, if you missed it, we dropped a video yesterday. I did a dramatic reading of the tweets of Mariah Mills. Uh, put it on Twitter as well. Go check that out if you haven't had a chance to. Uh, we're going to do, we're going to do a mental health, uh, break right now. We haven't done one in a while. And, uh, I don't know if you can hear it. My sinuses are a damn mess. I'm sorry. This didn't come with a hand job. I just don't think it's included in the airdrops. It's stylistically. That's tough to include that in an airdrop. 
All right, there we go. We're back, baby. We're back. Uh, can we go over the Zion thing? Yes, we will. We're going to do the Zion thing in a little bit. So this morning, this morning, we're going to be talking about Zion, Chris Paul, but we are starting in Miami. Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. Uh, we are going to be discussing last night's Game 3 win. Uh, the, the Nuggets... The Nuggets brought the heat last night. Ooh, you see, we did that brought the heat. That was kind of fun. Uh, they, they brought it to them, and it was an interesting game because it felt, even as the Nuggets took a lead, and this just speaks to how dominant Miami's been in fourth quarters. Even with like a 16 to 18-point lead, you're just kind of like, well, Miami, though, Miami. So 109-94, Denver wins game three. They have a 2-1 lead uh, heading into game four. Two wins away from an NBA ship. Uh, and listen, there, there's a bunch of stuff to talk about, and, and we're gonna we're gonna focus on Denver right now because they won the game. They had two teams. This is historic stuff. Two players on their team, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, dropping 30 point triple doubles. Jokic hit him with the 32, 21, and 10 through two blocks on that. I tweeted this out last night. Very happy for Trey Kirby from the uh uh, no dunks team who got to witness big beef in person as Jokic grabbed 20 boards. Jamal Murray then kind of got a cheap triple double as that 10th rebound came with like under a minute left as they were up 15 or whatever. Uh, but uh, Jamal Murray dropped 34, 10 and 10. Christian Brown. We got a Christian Brown game and I want to shout out Michael Porter Jr. Because I don't think the Christian Brown game happens without Michael Porter Jr. doing what he did, which was getting burnt on backdoor cuts. Michael Porter Jr. got off to a, a slow start. I think he went one for five from the field, 0 for two from three, but it's the defensive stuff that's killing him. He was crashing the boards early and I was like, all right, good. He's still like going, he's going at it. But after his first rotation, he comes back in uh, and then immediately backdoor cut for, for an easy deuce. And I was like, this is going to be it. And Christian Brown. So he scored 15 points when seven for seven from two, he missed one shot last night in that shot that he missed gave me bubble Paul George vibes. Is that three pointer hit that side of the backboard like that? That was the only shot he missed. He looked good. Uh, Stan in the chat said first half five point game. They took over in the third. Yeah. Denver came out in the third quarter and just dominated, just dominated in that third quarter. Jokic came out and was a menace. Uh, and one thing I want to talk more about Jamal Murray. You guys know how I feel about Jamal Murray. I'm dying on that hill. I'm that meme with all of the swords pointing at the, the animated character uh, of just saying Jamal Murray better than Donovan Mitchell. I know. Take whatever. Get it. Get that all, all out of the way. Uh, Dan Devine tweeted out uh, a clip of a, a big moment where Jamal Murray hits this like really tough really tough, like catch and shoot three falling away. It just seemed like every time Miami puts something together, Jamal Murray hit him with a dagger. And I think Murray scored eight of their first 10 or 10 of their first 12 in the first quarter after having a really tough game too. just came out and attacked. And it wasn't even just shooting, right? Like he, he was getting into the paint, hitting these little like floaters, these little like 12 footers and just dominated and, and set the tone early. And he was just tough, man. Jamal Murray is tough. He is a baller. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted to get hit you with a little more Jamal Murray here. All right. So this is Jamal's third postseason run. All right. So he had two other previous runs, then the catastrophic knee injury. He comes back. I want to hit you with his playoff career splits. 25 points, six dimes, five boards, shooting 51% from the field, 40% from three, and 90% from the line. In the playoffs, he's a 50-40-90 guy career through three playoff runs. In this postseason, he's averaging 27 points a game, just under seven assists, and just under six boards with 53% from two, 40% from three, 92% from the line. He's almost like Jimmy Butler light. I think it was Tom Ziller that pointed that out in his uh, Good Mornings Basketball Um that like he, you know, he's a solid regular season player, but when the playoffs come, the dude just dials it up in a way that, I mean, it, it's incredible. And like, yes, of course he's helped out by playing next to the most like prolific offensive player in NBA history or in recent NBA history in the way that Jokic is dominating. But I mean, he is just, he's just incredible in the postseason. He really is the 50, 40, 90 for a career split is just really, really impressive. Uh, and I think like, you know, everybody's highlighted this, every single podcast, all of them, all of them are doing it. Uh, but it's just like the best two man game in history. I was listening to the ringer NBA show a little bit this morning and they were trying to come up with other comps. Like what are some of the other, uh, like most recent, 
uh, or in recent NBA history, what are some of the more dominant two-man games that we've seen in the postseason? And I, I honestly can't think anything anything as prolific as what we're seeing with Jamal Murray because uh, in uh, Nikola Jokic, because even the other ones you might throw out there, like Stefan Draymond, it's just different. It's different the way that, that they operate. Um, and I, I don't know. I'd love to hear from the chat. I really can't. I mean, like, Steph and Dre were the only ones that I can think of. I mean, like, even when you think of, like, Tony Parker and Tim Duncan and their run, or, like, LeBron and Kyrie, just none of those feel like what we're seeing from Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. I don't know. I don't know. Just incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. But, yeah, anyways, that was my little Jamal Murray orgasm there because he's just been – He's just been awesome, man. And as Jamal Murray goes, the Nuggets go. Uh, a little bit more on Jokic, too, because Jokic had some crazy shit, right? So <laughs> in the series, Nikola Jokic is averaging 33, 14, and 9 on 59, 44, and 85% shooting. Like 33, 14, and 9, averaging that in the NBA Finals. Uh, okay, all right, here we go. Stockton and Malone, that's a good one, and Kobe and Shaq. But that not that crazy? That's how far back we're going to get to Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. Crazy stuff. Uh, but Nikola Jokic has been an absolute uh, beast, and I'm sure everybody heard this on the broadcast last night or saw it on tweet, uh, Twitter. Tweeter. Um, so Jokic's 30, 20, and 10 game, right? There's been, uh, I believe, five of them, or five, four people have done them in NBA history. No, five in NBA history. Nikola Jokic has done it three times. So let me start that again. Sorry. So Jokic's 30, 20, and 10 game, right? There's been five of them in NBA history. Nikola Jokic has three of the five. He's got more than everybody else combined. The other two, Wilt's done it one time. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has done it one time. Nikola Jokic three times. That's nuts. That's nuts. And I think what separates Jokic from, from the rest of the guys, right, uh, is that his ability to pass, right? We've seen dudes dominate. Like, obviously, Wilt has crazy numbers. Anytime we talk about stats uh, in records, it's Wilt that puts up big numbers. Same thing with Kareem. Uh, even Shaq is in this list, right? Like, these big 30-point, 20-board games, right? But what separates Nikola Jokic from the rest is his ability to just drop dimes everywhere. Um but I, I mean, just like unbelievable historic stuff. And and then again, you get like Christian Brown ended up being the difference. He comes in uh, and goes and goes bonkers. It goes absolutely bonkers in short amount of time, just like hustle plays left and right. And that was the difference in the game. That was the difference in the game. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Miami side. What killed Miami is their, their third guy didn't show up. And that's what Miami's been doing this entire postseason. Like Jimmy's going to do what Jimmy does. Bam's been awesome. And this final spam has been great, both offensively and defensively, but they're just having nobody else show up. Caleb Martin was the only, was the third and only guy not named Jimmy or bam to get into double digits. And he had a whopping 10 points, right? You're not getting the same, like Duncan Robinson hit a couple threes late. Max Struess isn't doing too much. Kyle Lowry's just doing some weird tripping stuff with shadow Kyle Lowry, because I can't tell if this happens all of the time in the NBA, or if the cameras are just dialing in specifically on Lowry in slow motion as he's doing weird, dirty trips. There was another one last night. Um, but yeah, I just, I, that's what's killing Miami, right? So Bam went uh, 22 and 17, 22.17 boards. Jimmy had 28 and four, 11 for 24 from shooting. And then Caleb Martin, 10 points, but that's not gonna do it. I will agree with this, Stan. I will agree with this. Um, and I think what ended up happening, Miami was getting reward. And I, I, Stan's not going to agree with this because he's got his blinders on for the heat, but Miami was being rewarded with a lot of flopping early on. It was a lot of flopping was happening. Cody Zeller looked like he got hit from a sniper, like a Jason Bourne style hit on a Jokic offensive foul. That was called. Everybody was just flying around. And then Gabe got caught up a couple of times. It was two plays back to back. I think it was at the end of the first quarter where it was just foul, foul. And then all of a sudden Gabe had like three fouls in the first couple of minutes. And they, I didn't think they were fouls. I didn't, but I think because of the way he like went flailing, uh, it, the call just went against him. Cause I think the refs were tired of it. Um, and it's tough. It was tough. Uh, regulators saying starting uh, Kevin Love over Caleb Martin work for one game. Will they start Martin in game four? No clue. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because it, it's just like throwing a different look at them because this is the thing. I mean, outside of Jamal Murray balling out, and that seems to be the bellwether of how the Nuggets are going to do, they're just too big. 
right? Like even when Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr., again, they haven't been great. Like they haven't been giving them awesome stuff. But because they're be they're able to just be so big and bored up, they kind of need somebody like Kevin Love out there to like get the bigs out of the pain a little bit. But I'll yeah, I'll be curious to see what they do in game four. Uh, and Stan pointed this out in the Discord earlier. I think like, you know, you you were just hoping you were gonna get Tyler Hero back, right? You were hoping you were gonna get Tyler Hero back. There was like rumors he was going to be back at game three. Remember, we did a Zapruder film breakdown from Veronica on him doing a handshake with Jimmy Butler. It was like, oh, Tyler's coming back. And he didn't. He didn't. And it sounds like he's not going to be, he's not going to be back for uh for game four either. And even if he is back, like how many minutes is he throwing out there? So I I think like Again, Jimmy Jimmy was way more aggressive in this game offensively. It seemed like he was looking for a shot a little bit more. Uh, and Bam was good. It's just if you're not, if it's only going to be those couple of guys, uh, that's it. How about the missed flagrant call on Murray for Martin late in the game down nine? I didn't think that was a flagrant foul. I actually thought that was stupid. We were even talking about that. You're talking about that elbow? That was not like an unnecessary intentional thing. Even Jeff Jeff Van Gundy, it was such a weird call. Because he was like, how are they not reviewing that? That it should be reviewed for a flagrant foul. But I don't think it's a flagrant foul. So what are we doing? I didn't think that was flagrant at all. Um, maybe I maybe others disagree, but I didn't think so. Uh, I like, and I know everybody was talking about it too. It was just like, oh, that could completely flip the game because it'd be two foul shots. No, that he wasn't. He wasn't. I didn't think that was the case at all. Uh, raise it says the heat flop foul calls were bogus in the first quarter. The Kevin Love charge in the first was a joke. Yeah. I really think that's what ended up happening to Gabe Vincent. I think that, I think he, that just kind of came back to bite him a little bit. I think that's what happened. Uh, Nuggets keeping Miami off the free throw line is huge, says Regulator. Heat need those points to win. Yeah, they need a third guy. They need a third guy. Yeah, the Van Gundy. It's weird because I do kind of like Van Gundy. Mark Jackson, I, I just find, oh, it's just grating. I can't do it. I can't do the Mark Jackson stuff. Um, but yeah, Denver Nuggets steal game. I steal game three. They win game three. Uh, and it is funny. I mean, I don't know if you guys felt that way, but as the fourth quarter was going on, even though it was like 16, 18 points, I'm like, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. Watch out. Watch out. Um, all right. I think any other any other NBA finals takes on that? Um, I again I think this I think this is impossible to predict any of this stuff because you could tell me Miami goes out and wins by 40 in game four. This Miami team's weird, man. They don't die. So who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen? But yeah, if you got any other finals takes, throw them in. I'll remind the people. Like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Summer League. I'm also going to remind the people, fill out the form. If you haven't done that and you're making your way to Vegas this summer for Summer League, we're getting pretty jacked up about it. So I'm going to drop the link into the chat one more time, even though it's pinned. But sometimes you guys need to be reminded, you know? Regulator says, first team to win two in a row wins the series. Yeah. I mean, I I imagine we saw uh, we saw Michael Malone extend the minutes of Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic here in Game 3. And I wonder if they do the same thing. Like they're just going to try to put their foot on their throat in game four and, and wrap this up. You know, I mean, obviously they're not going to wrap up the finals in game four, but be, uh, what I mean there is wrapping like the heat aren't going to win three in a row, you know, especially with two of those three being in Denver. I think that's going to be, it's going to be a pretty big deal. All right. Last call for finals takes before we hashtag pivot into some Chris Paul stuff. We're going to save Zion for last. Um, yeah, let's do, we'll do another, let's do a video drop. Let's do another drop just in case people have other takes. Let's do it. Let's get a, huh, let's see. What can we do here? What can we do for a drop? Let's do uh, in honor of Michael Porter here. We're the Porters. We share the crowd of up and down performers. Throwing things and buzzer beater corners. And one of us is playing for the Warriors. We're juniors and we're the Porters. That's going to be an all-timer, right? All-time drop right there. We're the Porters. We got it. We love it. Um, how's that entry going for underdog? Yeah, we the people's asking about underdog. Dude, so I only have two guys left, right? So you you do five. You feel the five-person uh, roster. And I've only got Bam and Jimmy left. So I'm finishing top 200, I think it is. So I'll win like 225, 250 bucks. So it'll be a profitable 
uh, best ball season for in the playoffs, but it's still not going to, I have no shot at the top because you need, you know, you're going to need Jokic, uh, some nuggets build with like a heat guy. That's basically like what it's looking like. I actually, there's somebody in uh Peter Overzet's discord who I think is chopping first place right now. Chip Skylark. Uh, Mike says my nuggets and five still looking good. I, yeah, I, for whatever reason, I feel like Miami's going to win one more, whether that's in Denver or game four. Um, I still think it's, I, Nuggets in five made the most sense. It's what everybody was betting. That was like the betting favorite of all of those. And I still just feel like it's going to be Nuggets in six. But who knows? Who knows? As Stan, you know, I'm not going to count on Stan and Veronica's heats. Uh, the Porters is peak Rock and Roll. I wonder how Rock and Roll is doing. Anybody seen Rock and Roll? We got to check in on Rock and Roll. Um, all right. Let's get into uh, Christopher Paul a little bit. So Chris Haynes reported yesterday that Chris Paul was being waived by the Phoenix Suns. Uh, and then our friends um, our friends over at The Athletic and even Woj walked that back immediately, right? So, the, and the, the further reporting now is that Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns are now in uh, talks about what they're going to do in the future here. So by June 28th, if they haven't figured out what to do with Chris Paul, Chris Paul's basically guaranteed his 30-plus million dollar season. If they make a move, if they just flat out wave him, which is what was reported yesterday by Chris Haynes, they basically owe him $15 million for him to play for another team. They'll pay him 15, like half of the salary. He'll go to another team. But what it sounds like they're doing now is either CP3 is going to rework a deal so he's making less money, whether he's like waived and then re-signed, or they're going to work out a trade before the June 28th or like they'll have something worked out before the June 28th thing. Would I, before we talk about like fun fits for Chris Paul, if he is no longer playing for the Phoenix Suns, what I don't understand is the way this information was leaked because I don't know if, if someone like alerted Chris Haynes and then he just like fired off because all this did was hurt both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like the value, like, the Suns lose all value of trading Chris Paul with the information coming out like this. Because if you're a team that's interested in Chris Paul, you know the Phoenix Suns are trying to make a move. So you know that they're, they were almost ready to just cut bait. They were just going to be like, dude, go, we'll pay you half of your deal to go pay, play for somebody else. So I can't think, and I can't figure out why CP3 would leak this. Because I imagine, I imagine the Suns aren't just going to bone them. Like, they're going to find him a decent spot, I think. So I can't figure out why it was leaked in the manner that it was. It just doesn't make any sense for both sides. Um, Mike says, yeah, so basically he's guaranteed. It's not a new contract, but he's guaranteed, like, the X amount of salary for the following season. So that $30 million. Um. So, yeah, I can't really figure out why. Like, I don't know why cp 3 side would leak this. I don't know why Phoenix's side would leak this because all it did was signal to the rest of the NBA that the Suns are interested in not paying Chris Paul the money he's owed or in not having Chris Paul on their team. And I know Chris Paul is my age. Chris Paul is hurt all the time. Chris Paul barely finishes playoff series. But Chris Paul still does have value. You know, if he can go to the right team and is not required to play 35 minutes a game for 82 games plus a playoff run. I feel like Chris Paul, like I would take Chris Paul over Marcus Smart right now if I was the Boston Celtics. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. We the people. Um, leaked before. Yeah, but regulator, even if it was, even if that was leaked to create interest, You've lost, like by the Suns, you've lost some of that value. The only thing that I could, that makes sense to me is if someone on another, like if Chris Paul told Rob Palinka, you know, like just because they're boys or something. Like I could see another team leaking that information because it diminishes both the Phoenix, Sun, well, it diminishes all the Phoenix Suns trade value for Chris Paul. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but anyways, let's assume, I think the more, most likely scenario is they figure out they figure out a way to keep Chris Paul in Phoenix for less money. I think to me that makes the most sense. That makes the most sense. I think that's what ends up happening. However, that's boring. So let's talk about some of the scenarios that could be fun uh or I know I shouldn't say fun. The more likely scenarios for where CP3 could end. 
end up. I mean, everybody's talking about the Lakers, right? So everybody has just assumed he's going to LA. That's what makes the most sense. I kind of think we'll have to figure out before CP3 has moved in any direction. I think we got to find out where Kyrie and where Harden are, are going. Because I think that kind of dictates who, what contender is going after a guard. Uh, and not that CP3 is Kyrie or James Harden at this point of his career. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, like, if Kyrie goes to the Lakers, I don't see CP3 going to the Lakers. Or if, uh, if Harden remains with the Sixers, I don't see CP3 going to the Sixers. But anyways, seems to be the one that's everybody's excited about. about. I mentioned the Celtics. I think he makes sense at the Celtics. It would be a different type of offense. Um, they, 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 you know, he's an adult in the room. Oh, am I getting bad? Am I getting bad Wi-Fi, baby? I'm seeing that little one dot. I'm seeing that little one dot. Are we frozen? Let it go. Let, oh no, I'm just a computer. -y. I'm like, thank you very much. Anyways, uh, I think. Chris Paul going to Boston is intriguing just because they need an adult in the room. Uh, he wouldn't have to take on a lot of the offensive load, assuming, you know, Tatum and Jalen Brown are still there. But I could see, uh, you know, someone who could just run an offense in those last few minutes of a game, you know? Um, all right, so Lakers, Celtics, those are obvious. I think if Harden bounces out of Philadelphia. Philly is in a weird spot. I don't think they have a lot of great moves. There's not a ton of awesome, sexy free agents that even though if you have weird feelings about Harden in the postseason, that could fill in what James Harden does. I think Chris Paul and Joel Embiid kind of make sense. If, again, this is all being like, can CP3 play a bunch of time, a bunch of games? Probably not. But with the limited options that Philly's going to have, I mean, maybe they splurge on Fred Van Fleet if that's where Freddie wants to go, wants to be reunited with Nick Nurse. But if Harden leaves, I can see Chris Paul being an interesting fit there. So there we go. Lakers, Boston, and then uh, and then Philly, I think, makes sense. Houston is trying to get veterans in there. They're trying to get some veteran leadership with all of those young bros. Um, so I think that's on the table, even though I don't think see, I think Chris Paul at this point is like, listen, if I'm going to get paid a little bit less money, I'm going to try to win a ring. Maybe Houston spends extra money. We got a bandy sighting. Where you at, bro? Where you at, bro? Uh, maybe, you know, maybe Houston's like, listen, CP3, we're not going to ring a, uh, win a ring here, but we'll overpay the hell out of you to get some leadership in this room. So that, that might be on the table, uh, table. Uh, wait, what'd you say? Uh, Deep Threat says, can you post your credit card info so I can rent a card today? <laughs> that was scary. That was scary. No harm done, though. No harm done. We're good. Um, yeah, that's what I was just saying. Harden in LA. That was like the, I think that's the most obvious. I think Phoenix is most likely. Lakers is the second most likely. Uh, but ready? This is my fun one. Send them to San Antonio. Get Chris Paul with Wembayama, all right? They already said the Spurs are going to be better than everybody thinks right away because of how good Wemby is. The Spurs have a ton of cap space. Get a vet in there. Get some leadership. Right, Everybody's been talking about Draymond Green going to San Antonio if he left. Like, that would be a good fit. How about CP3? I tweeted out the Twins movie poster of, like, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger from that movie in the early 90s. That's CP3 and Wemby, baby. Let's do that. I love that. But again, I think the more likely scenario is he stays in Phoenix or goes to L.A. Regulator says CP3 to the Hornets for Scary Terry and Cody Martin. CP3 is a mentor to Scoot. Maybe, maybe. Billy Jackson in the chat says Harden for CP3 makes sense. Yeah. Um, what else you got? How will Boston bros treat CP3's mom in the garden? Probably not well. Boston's not really known for being nice. But we get over stuff. We get over stuff. We don't always hold grudges, you know? We don't always hold grudges. Um, I don't know. Anything else about Chris Paul? About CP Trey? To the Bulls, Andor says? I mean, maybe. I guess they do need a point guard. I don't know. I, I really do think he stays in Phoenix. I just, again, I would love to... I want to know who leaked it, and I want to know how pissed everyone else is that they leaked it. Also, Chris Haynes just taking a big old L on that one, right? He got like a 20-minute window being like, newsbreaker Chris Haynes. And then everyone else went out there and was like, nah, dude. Not, it's not finalized yet. It's not finalized yet. Um, 
Those, yeah, but that's okay, Garen. It was the not a list of the Duma. Still a good, still a good bit. Yeah, I did see his interview on the pivot. Um, you know, the only person that was happy though, the only person that was happy about that Chris Paul news yesterday, Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson. That was it. Uh, no one was more uh, thrilled about this than Zion because then it meant for at least a few minutes, people stopped talking about Zion. Whoo! Again, if you guys haven't, uh, I'll drop the link into the chat. If you guys haven't watched this yet, go give it a go give it a look see on um, on YouTube. I'll drop the link in Twitter too. Um, I even left monetization off of that. You know what? That was for the people. That was for the people. But we did a dramatic reading of the tweets of Mariah Mills. I'm not going to go over all of them right now, just because you know I don't know. I feel like that's not good. I feel like it's not good to read those. But let me see if I can find uh, the tweet too. Go give that some love on Twitter if you haven't. Ooh, we reached twenty five thousand people on that on Twitter. That's fun. Um, the Zion stuff is crazy, man. So, right two days ago, you know they share a picture of him and his uh, partner. I don't know their official relation, uh, but they're going to have a baby. They're going to have a baby. And then apparently another person that Zion was having interminglings with uh, Mariah Mills. Uh, let the people know that Zion might not have been putting the work on the court during his injury rehab, but off the court, he was putting in some work. And it's, um, it was a lot, man. It was a lot. Uh, I got to, those tweets, those tweets, I, I don't want to say they were unhinged. They felt hinged. They were just specific. You know, like sometimes people will put something out there and you're like, man, I don't know how factually accurate that is. You know, maybe they're just throwing some stuff out there. That level of specificity leads me to believe 100, just 100% accurate, right? If you just threw out there like, hey, we've had a bunch of sex. I'm like, I don't know. Have you? Is it a bunch of sex? I don't know. But when when you were talking about like the I, you made me delete certain videos, he was the one that recorded stuff. We do some spitting like that type. That is that level of specificity can't be made up. It can't be. I tried. I put some into Chat GPT. They couldn't. They couldn't hang. They couldn't hang. Um. She seems like the type, Billy says, she seems like the type that would bring the kid to courtside at every game and try. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Nah, it wasn't just seeing what sticks. It wasn't. That was, that was legit. I wonder too. Uh, yeah. Cause her last, I think one of the last tweets, or I guess it was the last tweet that I put in that she said, I'm late. Maybe I'm pregnant. I mean, that would be the twist of the century, right? That would just be good. Because I know Vanderpump rules, right? They're having like a fun finale right now. I think that's winding down. Uh, the writer strikes happening. So we're going to see less scripted television in the near future while these strikes happen. I'm not saying don't support the WGA. I think they should be paid. However, if this is going to continue, LeBron, can you just, can you pass your camera crew around? I know LeBron's filming his doc right now. Michael Jordan, can you get your people that did the last dance and just, just be around Zion for a little bit. Just be around Zion for a little bit, you know? Uh, Merkamai says, this is the romantic comedy blo uh, blockbuster I need in my life. Timothy Chalamet is Zion. Okay, no, can't do that, Merkamai. Uh, I appreciate you throwing some Chalamet out there. Chalamet ding dong. We can't do that. Uh, that would get that would get all of us canceled. I think that would be a, a group canceling if that happened. Um, yeah, it, it was that was wild. It was wild. And watching it unfold in real time, and again, if you guys missed it, we did a dramatic reading of those tweets. That's the second ever team hold dramatic reading, right? The first one, Din Shitty, Spencer Din Shitty, and Kyle Kuzma. We had a fun little back and forth with that a few months ago, and then holy crap. Holy crap. That was crazy. And then there was a wonderful clip going around yesterday. If you guys remember when... Um, it was Zion Ingram and was it Larry Nance? I forget who the third guy was. And they were talking to the Pelicans. Uh, they were talking to those three guys. And they were talking about like their favorite cities to visit, I think. And then I think he said San Antonio. I think it was San Antonio. or he's, I forget what it was. He said a city. And then everybody was like giving Zion shit and they were giggling. And, like clearly they knew some something. 
And that started going around yesterday. We're like, whoo, baby, that we know why. We know why now. Absolute chaos. Uh, it was Dallas. Okay, thank you, Gro. It was Dallas. Yeah, it was, I mean, incredible stuff. Incredible performances by everybody. And it was great because, you know, like yesterday's morning show, we didn't have a lot to talk about. We didn't have a lot to talk about. And then within like 12 hours, we had uh, a historic night with two, two teammates putting up 30-point triple doubles in an NBA Finals game. We had Chris Paul getting released, but then said, JK, maybe not released, just maybe traded, maybe not being with the team, maybe getting paid less. And then we had Zion, who's going to be paying more. It's wild. Yeah, that's what it was. Why you like why you like Dallas Zion said it, that was Brandon Ingram. I mean, just incredible, incredible stuff all around. Uh, is that last year's summer league t-shirt? I actually think this is two years ago. I think this is two years ago. Summer League has good uh good merch, which again, fill out that form. Who who in the chat is going to some like Billy? Billy, are you going to Summer League this year? I know regulator, where are you at? Are you going? I know Top Shot Common Man's going. I'm really excited. I'm excited. <clears throat> I am. I'm looking forward to it. I still got to book my return flight. Only booked my flight out. Getting out there Wednesday now. Oh, Billy's going. Billy, did you fill out the form? Fill out the form, Billy. I'm going to drop the link one more time. Maybe you already did, and it just it's not updating yet. I need everybody to go. Everybody needs to be there. Booked my hotel two days ago. Hell yeah. Where are you staying? Uh, I know the Jolly Joker Bros. Jolly Joker Bros are going to. Uh, they're staying at. Um, where is it? The Flamingo. They stay at the Flamingo. Uh, we're gonna be in. Um, we're gonna be at Park MGM. I'm really excited. You're staying at the MGM Grand. There you go. That's where I'm gonna be playing poker, baby. That's where I'm playing poker. Is the MGM Grand. I want to play in a World Series event. I really do. I'm not going to. I'm not going to, but I really do want it. I've got some friends out there right now, and they've been giving daily updates, and I've just got the itch, man. I've got the itch to get out there and donk off some stacks. You know what I'm saying? I've only, I haven't played in a World Series event since 2006. I am so old. I am so old. I actually was trying to think about this. What air is worth worse breathing? Is it... Being in New York City right now, or is it in a casino? I know the casinos pump air in to keep the oxygen flowing, but it's just a lot of smoke. Uh, Billy said, "I'll need some tips on what NBA stuff to do and when." So we're going to we're going to the summer league games early on Friday. Everybody's got different takes on how to approach summer league games. I like going early. I like hammering the first couple of games, like that noon to four range. And then I like to go out and have fun. Uh, and then we're going to the NBA convention on Saturday. I don't know how cool that's going to be. Uh, we went to something similar, All-Star Game Weekend, Dustin and I. And it's like fine, but I don't think you need to go more than once. Um, so there you go. Paul said, still going to convince the wife to let me use the OTM hoops win. Yes, Paul. Again, let me know, Paul. You need me to make a video? Let me know. Uh, Merkham, I said, are you more of a cash or a tournament player? I was a tournament player for a long time. Uh, that was my bread and butter, but, uh, now, now I just play cash. I don't play tournaments as much, mainly because I just don't have the time. Cause the only time I usually play is summer league now. And I just like play in the morning before like the day gets started. Some people go for a run. I go get a coffee and wake up playing one, two or two, five. That's what I do. Uh, jump shoot. Oh, what did I just do? Wh wait, hold on. Did I just leave the screen? That was crazy. Oh, I was trying. Uh, okay, sorry. I was editing something in the back. My bad. Is PPE at a poker table? Do you sit down? No, I'd play. I'd play. Get some sponsorship to get into a World Series event. Dude, we're trying, man. We're trying. People are being coy with the sponsorships. We got a good deal. We got a good deal coming. So this is what we're... I know I've already talked about this at length, but for Summer League, we are going to... Uh, we're going to be doing a live show. Live show, some fun giveaways, some fun guests. 89 Cavs are going to be there. We're going to have some friends over there at um, from Shot Tank, Greg and Dustin, maybe some special guests. Uh, we're going to be doing some short-form content live from the games and stuff. So we got, we got a lot of fun stuff. Billy said, anybody doing Friday NBA pool party at Encore Beach Club or Saturday? Ooh, look, at Billy's getting after it. Also, Billy, look at that photo of you. That's a good avatar. It's a good avatar. Is that from like fresh out of college? Were you at a, a Yo Pro event? Young professionals. 
That's a nice photo. You look like you look tan too. Did you just get back from vacation? Maybe it was like a maybe it was a graduation event from college. Like you had already been out in the sun a little bit. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, no, I don't have any party stuff locked in yet. We're we're working on it. Well, the judge, maybe the judge is having a party. We heard the judge. That was the most fun last year. Judge set up um the judge set up last year, it was at the Cosmopolitan with Superdraft. And we were at uh we were at uh uh um what's it called? A su- a suite. We were at a suite up there, like a penthouse suite, and it was great. That was a lot of fun. That was a really good time. Um, Fresh Prince of Bill Air. That's good. First time ever wearing a tie. Have Team Hold sponsor you. No, come on. We got to get some real cash. Um, All right. Let's remind the people, like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Summer League. I don't know. That's it. I had 41 minutes of content for you today. What do you guys have for me? You have anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to get into? Uh, underdog, we're not going to do an underdog pick them today because the game is not today. Uh, but tomorrow we will. And they just did a site-wide special where over under, actually I'll pull it up over under Jimmy Butler one point. Um, growth says too bad. Uh, top shot couldn't get behind super draft. That was fun while it lasted. Yeah, that, that was a good time. It's too bad. They rolled it out during the simulations. That's to me was the biggest mistake. I, I get it. Some people really like 2k Sims. If, if it was me, I would have rolled it out. I don't know why people hate this so much, including Top Shot. Roll that stuff out at the beginning of the season. Roll it out at the beginning of the season. What are we doing? Um, Jump Shoot says, do you have to put a mask on Bandy when he goes outside for the bathroom? No, uh, no, but we're not outside as much as we used to. Let's actually see. Let's check the air index live, huh? Check the air index live. It was 186, I think, the last time I looked. What are we at right now? 190. Unhealthy, unhealthy. Um, all right, let's look at this. So again, if you sign up for underdogfantasy.com, underdogfantasy.com, and you sign up for your first time depositing, if you use promo code HOLD, H-O-L-D, you get a 100% deposit bonus match up to 100 bucks. That's a free honey, baby. Um, here we go. So they, this is the special they have for the next game. Jimmy Butler, I'm going to say over one point, over a half a point. So with the Jimmy one, I think the max bet is usually like 10 bucks or something like that. But let's see this. Uh, I'm going to keep going. Jokic is going to have another 10 dimes. Oh, the max bet is 20. That's fun. Another 10 dimes. Uh, I think Gordon rebounds is still high. Uh, I'm going to take that. I'm going to go under Michael Porter Jr. too. Under uh, 17 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. I just don't think my man's going to play that much. Um, and then I kind oh. Is Kevin man, they moved Kevin Love to five and a half points. Um, let's see. Miami Heat. I'm gonna just continue to hit the over on Gabe Vincent. I think he was in foul trouble. That's what happened. Max is 20 to 20x. So 20 to win. What's that? I can't do the math. Uh 20 to win 400. 20 to win 400. So we'll review this tomorrow. But right now, over one point for Jimmy Buckets. Over 10 assists for Jokic, over six and a half boards for Gordon, under 17 and a half points, rebounds, and assists for MPJ, over 12 and a half points from our man Gabe Vincent. Regulator said still waiting for the Butler game. I thought we saw a lot of it right now. Uh, Deep Threat said I'm at a casino and it's not 190. There you go. Deep Threat, are you coming to Vegas? Are we going to get the Deep Threat in Vegas? Uh, Deep Threat, slot specialist. Slot specialist. Oh, God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. What's that? Uh, Say by the bell. I'm so scared. Come on, Deep Threat. Make it happen, baby. That cold brew. Look at Boston Base showing up. There we go, Boston Base. Um, I guess the last thing we can chat about, I know I said it at the beginning, um, NBA Top Shot. They did their little halftime show again on their YouTube channel. We love to see that. We love to see it. Um. And uh, they did another pack drop on their app, and they had 5,500 people for 500 packs. That's great. That's great. I saw, like, normal complaints on Twitter, like, oh, it's hard when you're just hitting refresh all the time, and there's no – whatever, dude. I don't care. The fact that it just sold out right away, way more uh, people than packs is cool. It sounds like the app is pretty fire. Saw some people get some good video game numbers. Uh, I'm not lining up. I'm not interested in them, but I do think it's good. 
I think they're uh, maybe, just maybe, because I know they like to say, I saw uh, Mo put in the Discord on Twitter, we had 5,500 people line up for packs. So now that you know that that's what your user base is, I would like you to take that information. I would like it to be in the top of your brain. And when you start figuring out supply for Series 5, just remember that. Remember that 5,500 is all of them. Wait, does Mike have the Top Shot app on his phone? I'll never tell. I'll never tell. No, I don't. Is the app both on iOS and Google? I don't know. I actually don't know. I also saw LG's tweet too, where LG, I, do you do you think LG was staying up to date on Top Shot? Because I, I thought this was kind of, I think I understood what he was saying. I'll pull up this tweet. This isn't like dunking on LG. I just, I thought that maybe, maybe vacation, he missed some of the stuff that was happening because they'd been doing it. So he said, uh, Mr. Doucette, oh, what's up everybody? Uh, he said, NBA finals tonight. We still can't claim NFTs during the game, which like, I guess what he meant, like you can't claim an NFT from the current game. Is that what he meant? Because you could, you could get a pack on their app with the pack drop at halftime. And that's the third, I guess it was the second time they did it during the finals because game two, uh, we can't, still can't play along as it happens. I don't know what does he mean like a game. Uh, we still can't do more than just check Twitter, play DFS. I isn't, isn't the DFS playing along as it happens? Um, I get what he was saying, though, that he's expecting a little bit more from it. Um, uh, maybe he was just expecting a little bit more. But you can claim NFTs. You can claim them. Uh, they do have the pack drop. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of tough because I, I feel like on one hand, everybody, uh, like I know the first minute has been hard on this, like banging them with supply, right? And then in the other hand to be like, where's the supply during the, the, the games? I get, I get what he's saying. I get like what he's saying that maybe he's expecting it to be more prevalent, but listen, I love to, uh, I love to make fun of them. Uh, the top shot that is, but I actually thought what they're doing, like, I don't think they're ready for a lot of people to show up right now. And they're testing some stuff out. They're doing pack drops. Um, they're doing pack drops during half times of the games. They're actually having a presence to their community, not to the greater basketball world, but to the top shot community. They're having a presence during the NBA finals. The burning leader leader boards are cool for those who need to burn. Right. Um, they're not like, they're not just doing a discord announcement. They're actually like, and even, I don't know. I think they've had somewhere between 70 to a hundred live viewers for those halftime shows. That's great. I think that's great. I thought uh, the boards to bucket community doing a playback of the YouTube stream was weird, but teach their own man, get that cash, get that cash. Um, anyways, anyways, I thought that was good. I like the playoff burning supply for reduction reasons. Yeah. I think I listen, just keep trying stuff. I'm fine with it. Keep trying stuff. Keep trying stuff. Uh, Hey, how are the how are the sloppies going? Is are people still talking about that, or now that it's going back down, are people upset? <laughs> how are, are you guys still holding the sloppy stakes? <laughs> you guys are goofy. You guys are goofy. Um, what else? Steve appeared on board to buckets last night. Steve, who? Which Steve? Down under, Stevie. Ball is blockchain. Panini. I think. He he might be coming to Vegas. Yeah, shout out Sneeps, who was doing the uh, pregame show, by the way, to the pregame DJ DJ Sneeps in the house. All right, gang, let's uh, like the stream, subscribe, hashtag Summer, Summer League, Summer League. I really do hope you guys come join us in Summer League if you're on the fence about it. I think we're going to have a really good time. We're going to go, we got a fun gang going. So I'm going to spin this twice. First spin is going to be for Summer League tickets. So if you're not going to Vegas and you win, you're going to get a $1 Top Shot moment. The second spin is also for a Top Shot moment. Go get some fresh air. I can't, man. I really can't. We're uh, oh, Just a reminder, too. So 9 o'clock tonight, 9 p.m., the 89 Cavs, baby. The 89 Cavs are going to be back here at 9 p.m. having some goofy, goofy, fun, fun time. Tomorrow, no NBA bit. 
No NBA bit because your boy is going to be on his way to Maine for a wedding. So no NBA bit tomorrow morning. Um, what are the confirmed numbers looking like? Uh, confirmed? I don't know. I think we've had like 25 fill out the form so far. Um, but I expect that's, you know, who knows? I know a lot of people haven't filled it out yet. So uh, the goal, I would love to get 50 at the live show. If we could get 50 at the live show, I would feel really good about that. So uh, obviously just fill out your forms. But yeah, so the first spin is if you uh, is for Summer League tickets. And if you can't go to Summer League, I'm sorry. It's a $1 moment. Them's the rules. Them's the rules. Second spin is for a top shot moment. All right. Uh, as always, appreciate everybody being here this week. Uh, I hope you guys have had fun with the content. Please go share the Zion stuff if you haven't done it yet. What are we at for subscribers right now? How are we cooking? Let's go. 9,460. Gotta get, gotta get to 10K, baby. Then all of my dreams will come true. All right, here we go. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. If you win, shoot me a DM at Mike Zakarian. Who's going to win? Who's it going to be? When you don't, Adam Stubbs, 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 Stubbs. And I know Stubbs is going to Summer League. So those are tickets from a man, Stubbs, the OG. This is for the bottom shot moment. If you win this thing, as always, shoot me a direct message. Let's see, winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's going to be Billy Jackson. I'm sorry, Billy Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. You just want a piece of shit moment. Uh, all right. I appreciate everyone being here as always. Hope you guys stay safe. If you are in the region inhaling smoke, if you're in Canada, I hope you're staying safe because that's where the smoke is coming from. And if you're not in any of those spaces, I just hope you have a really nice day. Nuggets in six, kid. Oh